appreciate it. Let's give it up to the Lord right now. That's right. Hadn't he been good to us around here? thinking about it today, I think around 30 have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost the last couple of weeks. Amen. Amen. I'm not sure how many's been baptized. I know there's been men and women who've given themselves to the Lord. I'm very humbled and honored to be at this great church tonight. Get to be a part of revival here. Thankful to be a part of it. I do want to give honor to Brother and Sister Vasquez tonight. Could you give them a hand clap? You get around a man like Brother Vasquez, you really don't want to say too much. Because as he begins to speak, there's so much wisdom that begins to flow. And you really want to take hold of what's being said. I believe that's why the Lord gave us two ears and one mouth. Amen. Sometimes it's good just to listen. Praise God. I feel the Lord in here tonight. I do, very strong. God's going to talk to us tonight for a little bit. He's going to talk to us for a little bit all day long. Yesterday, off and on, God was just kind of pushing this word and be honest I was kind of wrestling with him about it and today uh, God brought me back to it so I believe with all my heart tonight I'm in the will of God I feel this is a prophetic word to this church I do I believe I feel that very strongly in my spirit God's just going to talk to us tonight Praise God. Can we just lift our hands for a minute? That's all right. Just talk to me for a second. Just prepare yourself. Prepare yourself for the word that God wants to speak tonight. Come on, get every distraction right now. I take authority over it. Anything that would come in and intervene and try to hinder, God, what you desire to do tonight. I dismiss it in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. You have your Bibles tonight if you turn to Mark chapter 4. Be reading verse 3 through 9, Mark chapter 4, verses 3 through 9. I'm going to let you be seated for a minute. When I begin to read the word, you, I'll ask you to stand again in honor of it. When I was, you can continue to play, brother. When I was, I guess maybe in first grade, second grade, somewhere in there, uh, we were living in a, in a small town called Saratoga, Texas. And in 1994, there was a real bad flood that came. Brother Hughes, we had probably two or three foot of water in our house. We lived in a real low spot in southeast Texas, about like Louisiana, it's all flat. 
not rolling hills like we are right here. And so we remodeled and redid this house, tore all the floor out, and wasn't just a few years later and the house flooded again. And my dad, he had had enough of it and he decided we was gonna look for somewhere else to live. And my grandpa, he was very persistent with my mom and dad about a piece of land there in Batson. It was on a high ridge and it, there was no way it was gonna flood. I mean, when Harvey hit here a couple of years ago, water not it never even came towards the house. And he was just persistent. You need to buy that piece of land. You need to buy that piece of land. And sure enough, my dad ended up buying it. And my grandpa, he was a, he loved to farm. And I can remember every day seeing him out there on that old farm all tractor, on that Mahindra tractor that we had. And he'd be out there even out of season. And he'd be turning the dirt over. He was always preparing that soil, Brother Work. And when it come time to plant, he would plant about six acres. And he planted just about anything that you could want. Eggplant, squash, I mean, you name it, it was out there. Watermelons. But about three or four acres of it was purple hull peas. He loved to have a big pea patch. My grandpa, he was a straight shooter. He didn't cut you no slack, and I wasn't living for God at the time at all. And I can remember sitting on the back porch with him, and he'd tell me real plain, son, if you don't straighten up, you're going to go to hell. Just that simple. But every time that he would speak that, there would be a seed that would be planted in my heart. And no matter what I was doing or where I was at, that seed was there. So we were sitting on the back porch one day, my mama's, and he was getting old, probably 75. And we was rocking in them rocking chairs, and he was probably telling me how I was living wrong. And he looked out across the pasture, and he said, Philip, he said, go get the gun. He said, that's a deer trying to get in my pea patch. And I looked, and I said, Papa, I said, that's a cow. He said, boy, I said, go get the gun. And I said, yes, sir. You the boss. So I walked in there and got the gun, and he walked out, and he leaned up on the back of that old pickup, and he racked one off at what he thought was a deer. And you heard that old cow say, Mrah. And he shook his head, and he turned and walked off. Thank God. We'd have probably went to jail behind it. But brother, he had worked so hard. He put sweat into it, blood into it. And whenever that old deer was gonna try to come over and take what he'd been working for. He was gonna do anything to defend it. At all costs, no matter what measure, he wasn't going to allow anything to come in and take the increase that he'd worked so hard for. If it means something to you, you'll fight for it. Amen. You'll stand guard over it. You won't just let anything come in and take it because you worked too hard for it.
I know hell is taking notice on what's been going on around here. Not just whenever we showed up, way before that. And he would like nothing more than to keep you from being able to produce what we've been seeing around here these last couple of weeks. So if you have your Bibles tonight, if you turn to Mark chapter 4, verse 3 through 9. Mark chapter 4, verse 3 through 9. Praise God. It says, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow, and it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. Some fell on stony ground where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And others fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased. Everybody say increase. Increased. And brought forth some 30, some 60, and some 100. And Jesus said, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. The definition of increase is to make greater in size, amount, intensity, or degree. And I want to preach to you from this title for a minute. It's all about the soul. It's all about the soul. Let's lift our hands. Could we talk to the Lord one more time? Father, I thank you for your word tonight that's forever settled in heaven. Thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost that I feel. God, let it have free course tonight. Let us not get in the way of what you desire to do. Father, let me transfer faith to your people. God, and speak only what you won't say and nothing more. I release the gifts of the Spirit to be in operation that your body would be edified and encouraged tonight before we leave. Confirm your word. With signs following. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask all these things. Let's clap our hands to the Lord one more time. Amen. You may be seated tonight in Jesus' name. It's all about the soul. Fourteen times in the Bible, Jesus says these words. He says, he that hath an ear to hear, let him hear. He is expressing the fact that you and I need to understand exactly what it is that he's telling us. In other words, he's saying it's very important, vital to your success as a Christian to comprehend what it is that I'm saying. Just a few verses later in the same chapter of our text, Jesus expounds to his disciples the parable of the seed and the sower. Verse 14 says, The sower soweth the word, and these are they which fell by the wayside where the word is sown, but when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word which was sown in their hearts. 
How many times do you see an individual come to the house of God, receive something from him, even receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and whenever they make their way outside the door, Satan has already come in and begin to try to rob them of the seed that was sown. You and I have got to be very, very aware of that tonight. As God begins to speak to you, there's an adversary that walketh about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He wants to rob you of the seed that's being sown. No matter who it is that's preaching, whether it be the pastor, whether it be the youth pastor, whether it be the bishop, whether it be the evangelist, as the word of God begins to go out, hell wants to come and rob you of that seed that's being sown. We've got to be aware tonight that he does not want you at all cost to see the increase that God desires to give you. And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground who when they have heard the word immediately receive it with gladness. Amen. They receive it shouting. They receive it rejoicing. But it says that they have no root in themselves. That word is never allowed to get cultivated. That word is never allowed to take root that it might begin to produce good things in your life. Whenever the word is preached, I want to make sure that I got my heart right so that it finds good soul to be planted in. Can't come in here with a hard heart tonight. Can't come in here with a heart full of stone and think that you're gonna allow and give place for the word to begin to take root. But you never say, I gotta get my heart right. Says and so endure but for a time, but afterward when affliction and persecution ariseth for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. See, it ain't about us. It's about the word. That's why hell will use people to cause offenses to come up in your life. That's why hell will use situations to try to make you become offended so that that offense, oh, I'm making him known to you right now. So that that offense will choke out the word that's going forth. Brother Aaron, it ain't about us. But it's all about the word tonight. Because I'm going to tell you, the word is going to produce every time. The word was designed to bring increase in your life. The word was given to us to make us greater in intensity and degree every time. Every time that it's preached, God wants it to make us stronger. He wants us to make it better. He wants us to make us die to ourselves. The word is supposed to make us decrease in our flesh that he might increase in us. But work, the word is always going to work. So if the word ain't working in our life, it ain't because there's a problem with the word. There's a soul problem. 
There's a problem with the heart. We can't pin that on God. You can't pin it on God when the word ain't producing good things in your life the way that God said it was going to. You got to start looking at yourself. What is it about me that's not allowing the word to produce? Brother, I believe it's the will of God for this church to continue to increase, to continue to grow, not only in numbers, but as the body of Christ. God desires for you to grow into perfection. That's what the fivefold ministry is for. It's for the perfecting of the saints. He wants to make you greater, brother, than you are tonight before you leave out of here. I believe it's the will of God for this church to go to another level. Amen. God's prophesying right now. He's speaking to everybody who's hearing this word tonight. It's the will of God for this church to become greater, this assembly, to become greater and to increase more and more. But I'm going to tell you, he's going to use every, hell will use everything that he can to try to rob you of what God wants to do with you and through you. He'll cause you to become divided against your brother. He'll cause strife and contention to rise up, not among you in the world, but among each other. Yeah. He wants to get you to turn on this one and you to talk about this one and you to say that you don't agree with the pastor. And you to walk out of here and speak contrary and to what's being spoken across this pulpit. I'm going to tell you tonight, that's the work of the enemy. And hell will use anybody or anything. Point at yourself say, the devil will use me. Brother, the devil will use you in a heartbeat. And all you got to do is start speaking contrary to the will of God. For this individual over here and this body. I don't want hell to use me. Gotta keep your heart right tonight. I was talking to a man back home. Brother, and once a year he'd plant a garden. And he'd plant it in the same place every year. And he said he'd let it grow up. And he'd pull out his tiller, go out there and go to turning dirt over. And when he'd go to turning dirt over, he said trash would just start coming to the top to the surface. He said, Brother Philip, I don't even know where it comes from. He said, I don't even know where that junk's coming from. You gotta be aware tonight that just as you walk throughout this life, that all the while the enemy is trying to contaminate your heart. But if you're not mindful of it, that's the thing. Lord spoke to me about three years ago. He said, brother, I told you about it the other night. You need to understand your enemy. You need to know how he operates and what he's doing and why he does what he does and what he does to try to accomplish his will. I'm telling you, church, you got to be mindful that hell wants to contaminate your heart because he don't want you to grow. 
He don't want you to increase tonight. Every time the word is preached, your faith ought to go to another level. Romans 10, 17 says, faith cometh by hearing. Hearing by the word. The word is supposed to grow you. Supposed to make you better. It says, and these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things, entering in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. In the fast-paced world that we live in today, brother, it's real easy to become distracted. It's real easy to get your eyes on something else and not the will of God, not the kingdom of God. A chase for money. Trying to increase yourself in this world instead of being focused on you increasing in the kingdom of God. When you become too worried, I know that we gotta have those things. I believe that we're supposed to be prosperous. We're the people of God. We're the head and not the tail. I know we're above and not beneath. But if that becomes your main focus and you get too much stuff going on in your life, you'll lose focus on what really matters. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his own soul? What does it profit a man to have everything going on outside of these doors and not be fulfilling what God has for you in his kingdom? Can't allow all that to settle in your heart, friend. I'm not saying it's wrong to do those things. Not at all. Brother, work every chance that I get, I go fishing. I can't wait to go when I leave here. But I'm telling you, if that becomes my main focus... It'll rob me of what God desires to do through me. I'm trying to tell you tonight, God's got to work for everybody in here. They showed up on a Wednesday night. You've been working all day long, tired, but you had it made up in your mind that I've got to get to the house of God. You've proved yourself before him, saying, I've got to go. No matter if my tongue's dragging the ground, no matter if I'm weary, and no matter if I don't really feel like it, I understand how vital and important it is for me not only to enter in with thanksgiving, but to receive the preached word from God. The Bible says that God chose the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Not the sinner. Now I know the preach word saves the sinner. But he said, I'm going to use preaching to save those that believe. That's us. I'm not going to look. Come on, somebody got to get it made up in their mind tonight. God's talking to folks. I'm not going to allow everything that this world has to offer to rob me of the increase that God desires to give me. So let me tell you something. Jesus said, seek ye first, Matthew 6, the kingdom of righteousness, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And he said that all these things shall be added to you. If I keep my focus on him, everything that I need is going to be supplied. Praise God. 
Lift your hands right now. Kendo Robo Come on, I gotta keep this all right. Kilo Boroko Tomo Sata Rekete. Iporeto Mosando Robokoyo. Iparete Masataya. I gotta keep this all right tonight. Come on, the seed's gotta fall on good ground. Come on, some, some of us are offended right now at the word that's being preached. Don't be offended on what God's speaking to you. Just allow my heart, Jesus, let my heart be right. See, the man David was a, he had many failures, had many ups and downs. Did a lot of bad stuff, did a lot of good stuff. But the thing that made David a man after God's own heart is that he continually kept his heart right. What continually allowed David to see increase time and time again is he always kept his heart right with God. Psalm 51, he said, creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Psalm 19 and 14, he said, let the words of my mouth. Don't tell me that your heart is right tonight if you're always spewing out venom. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Psalm 37 and 4, he said, delight thyself in the Lord. And he'll give you the desires of your heart. I believe that scripture has a twofold meaning tonight. I believe that God's going to give you his desires. God gives me his desires. Therefore, I see them desires fulfilled. I see them desires come to pass tonight. God... That's why the wise man Solomon said, keep thy heart. Proverbs 4.26, with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. He said, whatever you do, you got to guard and protect your heart. Because the thing is, brother, hell's worried about the increase. Hell's worried about your increase, brother. You don't ever forget it. He want to do anything that he can to rob you. But more than the increase, he wants the soul that brought it. I preached on Shama in the 23rd chapter of 2 Samuel. I don't know how many times, brother. I preached it this way, that way, this way, that way. And the Bible says that when the Philistines stood in the ground full of lentils that Shama stood in the midst of the ground and defended it. And the Lord wrought a great victory that day. Now you think about this. Whenever them swords went to clanking, brother, and them spears went to flying, and them shields went to going, and there was men throwing blows and kicking and stomping, that a lot of that increase, a lot of them lentils was stomped to the ground. And sometimes whenever you get in a battle, 
Whenever you find yourself in a war, some of your increase seems like it's going out the window. Where's all the increase going? But I'm going to tell you, Shama wasn't just trying to protect the increase. He wanted to protect the soul that brought it. Because if he could keep the ground, if he could keep the soul that brought the increase, though some of it was stomped to the ground, the following year, he was going to see harvest again. He understood that if I could just keep the dirt, I might be in a battle right now. There might be a war going on. But if I can just keep the soul in my possession. Some of you in a war right now. You're in a personal battle. And hell's just wanting to put bad seed. He's wanting to contaminate the soil. Because he knows if he can corrupt the soil, he'll rob you of any increase God was going to give you in the future. You got to keep the soil right tonight. As this thing progresses and moves forward, long after we're gone, you'll have to continually keep the soul right. Brother Aaron, if you want to stay, you'll have to keep the soul right. If you want to see all the increase that God wants to give you, you'll have to keep the soul right. You'll have to look at yourself and say, oh, I got to get rid of that. You'll have to have it made up in your mind no matter what it takes, no matter what I have to do, no matter what I have to get rid of, no matter who I have to discard out of my life, no matter what I got to throw out the window, I'm not going to allow it to rob me of the increase. I'm not going to allow it to contaminate my heart. Lift your hands right now. Chilo morocoto mosataye. Endo rosado bocore. Come on. God's talking to us right now. As individuals and as a body. Chilo morocoto mosataye. I got to keep my heart right. I got to keep my heart right. Come on. Hell, the Philistines was after the soul. They was after the soul. God's been bringing, pouring in increase. Individuals coming in here, receiving the Holy Ghost.
Brother Vasquez told me, I don't know, it was some significant number for two years. How many folks y'all baptized around here? Got hell's attention. You better believe it. Pots camp's got hell's attention. You think he won't weasel his way in here? And try to destroy. What God has started. See, we can't do nothing about the word tonight. You can't do anything about the word. But you can keep the soul prepared to see increase. See that like the in the natural and the spiritual, some word that's spoken to us, some seed that's given to us. Some take longer to develop and bring harvest. In the natural realm. Lettuce takes 30 days and harvest starts coming. Asparagus takes 95 days. You start seeing increase. Excuse me, zucchini takes 95 days. I want you to hear me right now. This, this is simple for a man like me. But when you plant something like asparagus, It takes three years underneath the soil to develop. You never see any sprouts. But Vasquez, you don't see anything produced from that seed. There's been prophecy spoken over this church. Oh, I feel the Lord. Still in the soul, brother. And just like in the spiritual realm, when the word goes out, there's things that are taking place behind the veil that we can't see. But that seed is developing underground in the invisible realm where you can't see it. But your job is like the man in Mark 4 and 26 to check the soil day and night. Any, any weeds, any thorns, any rocks that get in the way, any unforgiveness, any strife and contention amongst the brethren, any bitterness that can try to take root and choke out the word that's been given. But Aaron, I'm not picking on you. I'm just, I know you ain't going to get offended when I'm preaching to you. You see, we can't do nothing about how long it takes to develop. Brother, there's been prophecy spoken over your life personally. Holy Ghost right now. And you've yet to see it spring forth. 
But I want to tell you right now, as sure as I'm talking to you, that was a word from God. And you're going to see it come to pass as long as you keep the soul right. It says that he checked night and day waiting on the increase. See, after that asparagus develops for three years, all of a sudden it begins to shoot up and produce. And that single seed produces harvest for 15 to 30 years. Then all you got to do is pull out the sickle, go out in the field, and cut down the harvest, friend. Don't forfeit the word that God has spoken over you personally and over this assembly just because you have not seen it come to pass yet. You can't do nothing about God's timing. But what you can do is day and night make sure that you keep the soul right. I don't know about you, but I want every bit of the increase that God has for me. I don't want to forfeit not one drop of it. I don't want to not possess not one drop, brother. And God spoke this to me so clearly, son, you'll see every bit of it. My word. Isaiah 55 said, as rain cometh down, and snow from heaven and water the earth that it may bring forth in bud that it may give bread to the sower bread to the eater so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth he said it will not return unto me void but it will accomplish that which I please and it will prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. When God's word goes forth, it's always going to do what it was designed to do. It's all dependent upon the soul tonight. Those however many 30 individuals I think Brother Hughes said got healed this past weekend whenever God said he was going to heal them you know what happened that seed found good soil and immediately it brought increase those that received the real baptism of the Holy Ghost evidence of speaking in tongues when they heard the Holy Ghost was for them, that word found good soul. And they seen the increase it was supposed to bring. Holy Ghost is talking to us tonight. This is just what he wanted. He wants all of our attention. That we understand it's not about 
just about a shout. And I love to shout. It's not just about dancing. It's not just about climbing the walls. But what it's all about is all about the saw. You can do all that and do it out of the wrong heart and it not amount to a hill of beans. And what God has begun here It's just the beginning of what he's preparing to do. This is a great church. We preach in a lot of churches. You're blessed around here. From the front to the back, great people. Loving people, kind people, kingdom-minded people. You get up on this platform, this is a man who's dedicated to saving souls. This man right here loves God with everything on the inside of him. I know that. But the Lord's saying this ain't where it stops. There's more that I'm looking to do. There's a greater revival that I'm willing to give. There's greater individuals that I'm looking to increase and progress. But it only take place if you continue to keep the soul right. Where's my brother that was playing the piano tonight? Can we stand all across the house? We're just going to follow the Holy Ghost right now. I got some more word to preach. I might preach it here in a minute. This has been a word from God tonight. God's giving us opportunity right now to make sure to be aware little brother that every day you're going to have to keep your heart right. Every hand lifted right now if you can. Every voice, could you just begin to talk to him? Come on, receive what God's speaking to you tonight. Receive the word tonight. Receive the word tonight. Come on, some of us is fighting hell right now and it ain't. God's not going to let hell destroy you. 
shit. I, I feel a, I feel a deep place. God is trying to carry people into. That's it. I've ever had a word from God tonight. If I've ever had a word from God, I spoke it tonight. Make it up in your mind. I'm going to be a part of it. I'm going to be a part of the harvest. I'm going to be a part of the increase. And I'm not going to just depend on the greatness of my pastor. I'm not going to just depend on my pastor increasing. But I'm going to increase myself. develop me. I'm going to allow God to grow me, mature me, take me into a deeper place with Him. As Jesus stood on the banks of Gensaret in Luke chapter 5, the Bible says that He got in Simon Peter's boat He said, Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for draw. Nets, that's right, Pastor. Peter said, Lord, we've told all night and taken nothing. But nevertheless, at Thy word. I'll let down the net. When Jesus spoke that to Peter, brother, if it wouldn't have found good soil, Peter could have said, I'm not going back out there. Been out there all night. We ain't caught a thing. But because the soul was right. Peter responded. He wasn't just a hearer of the word, but he was a doer. It's one thing to do it, but I mean hear it, but it's another thing to apply it to me. And because he responded the right way, brother, there's increase that God just wants to pour into your life in the, in the orange shirt. You go out water baptized the other night, you, you stepped into covenant with it. Right? Blood was applied to you. Any man being Christ is a new creature. Old things have passed away, behold, all things become new. Now there's increase that God just wants to bring. Wants to pour into your life. And you'll begin to see that as you allow the word. <laughs> to develop 
and produce things in you. Yes, sir. Brother, there's great things. I come spoke it to you the other night. There's increase God wants to pour into your life. He's already started. But you know why it happened? Because you begin to respond to the word. found good song. When Peter went out there in that deep water, what Jesus was telling him, he said, Pete, he said, these shallow waters that you're in can't contain the increase that I'm looking to pour into your life. If you want everything that I got for you, you got to go deeper. You got to get out there in that deep water. Brother, Word, we live in a world of extremities, brother. It's a, it's a perverse, crooked world out there. People are lost in deep sin. Drug addiction is still just the start of it. Homosexuality, all these things that the world is corrupted by. Years, they don't need shallow religion. Inch deep, mile wide religion ain't never saved nobody, brother. But they need a deep move of God. Ain't that right, Pastor? They do. certain seasons when it's real hot and when it's real cold you can't catch fish in the shallow water you got to get out there in the deep water I feel tonight that's where God's saying I want you I want you to launch I want you to get out there where the increase is Brother Marshall, I want you to launch out there in them deep waters. God's speaking tonight to people. That's it. Sister Prayer, I tell you, there it is. Kila Moreke de Masataya. Kila Morototo Mosataya. Come on. Come on, visualize it right now. Visualize it all across the house. Come on, visualize the increase. 
evangelize the harvest. Break up the solid ground that the Lord can rain righteousness upon you. If the ground ain't broke up, the spiritual rain don't come. But if we'll begin to break it up, that's it. Come on. Come on, push right now. Come on. Come on, the times of refreshing. Come in the presence of the Lord. Push yourself. Launch out. I'm getting out of the shallow. I got to get out there in the deep. I got to rid myself of things that are a hindrance to the revival that God wants to give me, to the increase that God wants to give me. And God wants to give the assembly that I'm a part of. Come on, there's another dimension. God's trying to bring people into. That's it. If you come into this house tonight, you've been lost out in the world. Your heart's stony. You're looking for a change. Come on, you can have a brand new start tonight. That's it. Continue to pray right now. Continue to pray all across the house. That's it. If you're in the house tonight, Kilo 
And I want to assure you right now, you're not doing them an injustice by turning away from them. Doing yourself a favor, okay? Because they're just going to be a hindrance, and they ain't going to understand, and they're not going to agree with it. And when you get them voices talking in your ear, I'm telling you what that does, that plants bad seed, brother. Plants bad seed. It'll keep the word that's going to be preached by this pastor, your pastor, from producing and doing what God desires it to. God's going to give you courage, friend. I'm going to say, my, my, my little brother right there, he ain't the only one. See the that's what the that's what hell does. It's, I made mention of it earlier, but he'll he'll use people to speak contrary to what God said. And we'll have to be bold enough to say, uh-uh. And it don't matter who they are, Brother Craig. say, no, I, I don't trying to be ugly, but you're speaking against what God said. You're speaking against what the pastor said, and I can't listen to you. You're not going to sow bad seed in my heart. You know you respond in that way to somebody might be exactly what they need to hear that saves their soul. You're not going to speak down into my heart. heart full of doubt and unbelief ain't cultivated to receive God's word. It's not prepared soul. Heart full of fear is not prepared soul. But a heart full of faith. That's who's going to see increase. That's who's going to see God's word come to pass. 
not because they can see it. What's the scripture say? We walk by faith, not by sight. I can't even see a sprig coming up yet. But I got faith that that come from God. And if I keep the soul right, it's going to come to pass. His word's going to prosper. There's a burden that you carry. Burden. And it's not from hell. There's a depression that comes on you. Yeah. There's a depression that comes on you. And it's such a weight. Times it feels like it's hard to stand. I feel it right now. Sister, and that's not from the enemy. You hear me? That's from God. Because it's to push you to a place of intercession. Where you begin to stand in the gap. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's a push. Just bam. So when you feel that burden and that weight, God's showing you, revealing to you what it's for. It's for you to go to a place of prayer. Soto Rekete Maya. 
God touch this family. There's virtue going to flow right now in your body, sister. Yeah. Infirmity that's tried to grip you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I speak virtue right now. God, I release it. Sister, tomorrow when you get out of the bed, you're going to get up strong. Okay? Not going to be tired. Yeah, not going to be tired. You're going to be strong. Oppression, I command you to leave right now. If you could just continue to pray. That's it. Just continue to pray right now. Come on. Let God continue to deal with you. God tells me something, I'll come to you. I'll come speak to you, but let God deal with you. That's it. We're going to take our hands off of it tonight. Sister, you got to take your hands off of it. That's it. When you do, it's going to be a release. Oh, 
on, everybody pray it across the house right now. See ya. Come on.
Chatorrequete Maroto. So I got a I got a scripture I want to I want to give you, okay? So God's gonna deal with that individual on your job. He is, okay? He's gonna deal with that heart. Or he's gonna get him out of the way. The Bible says Romans 12. It says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink, for in so doing thou shalt heat coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. When you respond as you have, you're given vengeance and wrath to the Lord to give him a place so he can deal with that individual. Okay? So as you've repaid that wrong with good, God finna step in and intervene. Okay? So you don't have to dread going. over to the pasture but if we 
you just one more time. I know we've prayed and we've cried and we've repented, looked at ourselves. Ezekiel 36 and 24 says, I will take from you among the heathen, and I will gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle you with clean water on you, and you shall be clean. From all your filthiness, from all your idols, will I cleanse you. He said, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my judgments and do them and ye shall dwell in your own land that I gave to your fathers and ye shall be my people and I will be your God and I will save you from all uncleanness and I will increase it and lay no famine upon you. And I will multiply the fruit tree and the increase of the field that you shall receive no more reproach of famine among the heathen. God said, I will increase you. I will increase you. Just lift our hands and receive what God has spoke tonight. Brother Vasquez. in our life, 30, 60, and 100-fold. In the name of Jesus, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, hallelujah. Let's spend a, a minute more in prayer. Let's spend a few more moments in prayer right now. Help me, God, to receive the word with thanksgiving. Thank you, God, for shining that light on my heart. Help me. 
Revival. What do you say? 